No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where the leaders of the people reject the counsel of the Lord and take the people to Egypt. God speaks through Jeremiah that Nebuchadnezzar will strike Egypt. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Darrell continues in Jeremiah chapter 43 on Simply the Bible. The people had seen Jeremiah's words come true. When false prophets prophesied peace, Jeremiah said that God would deliver the cities of Judah and Jerusalem to King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon. And that is exactly what happened. Now that Gedaliah, the governor of the people remaining in Judah, had been assassinated, the leaders were afraid of the Babylonians. So they sent Jeremiah to inquire of the Lord what they should do and where they should go. They promised that whatever the Lord said, they would do. So Jeremiah sought the Lord and waited 10 days until the word of the Lord finally came to him. If they would remain in the land of Judah, then God would protect and prosper them. They did not need to be afraid of the king of Babylon. But if they left and moved to Egypt, then disaster would surely come upon them. And they would be overtaken by the sword, by famine, and by pestilence or disease. The very things that they were hoping to escape. We continue today in Jeremiah chapter 43. Now, it happened when Jeremiah had stopped speaking to all the people all the words of the Lord their God, for which the Lord their God had sent him to them, all these words, that Azariah, the son of Hoshiah, Johanan, the son of Korea, and all the proud men spoke, saying to Jeremiah, You speak falsely. The Lord, our God, has not sent you to say, Do not go to Egypt to dwell there. But Baruch, the son of Neriah, has sent you against us to deliver us into the hand of the Chaldeans, that they may put us to death or carry us away captive to Babylon. Now, these were the leaders of the people who were speaking, but they are called here proud men. They did not receive the words of Jeremiah with humility. Even though Jeremiah had proven himself to be a true prophet of God for 40 years, these men would not listen to him because their minds were already made up. They wanted to go to Egypt and nothing would deter them from their course. They accused Jeremiah of speaking falsely. They even developed a conspiracy theory saying that he had conspired with Baruch, Jeremiah's scribe, to deliver them over to the Babylonians. What evidence did they have for such an accusation as this? And yet we see that when people don't like what's happening, they will develop all kinds of conspiracy theories that may not have any bearing in facts. But this was simply because they didn't want to hear what Jeremiah had said. Now, if we are serving the Lord, if we are sharing his truth with others, then we shouldn't be surprised if we are falsely accused by people 
who are not walking in faith. They may very well spurn the things that we say. They may throw our words behind their back because they don't want to hear the truth. They will do whatever they want to do, whatever makes them feel good, whatever agrees with what they already think. And they will attack the messenger who tells them differently. Now, what do we do if we are falsely accused by people like this? What do we do if they slander us? Well, usually we can't defend ourselves. That's the problem. But God will be our defense if we hold fast to him and to his word. So Johanan, the son of Korea, all the captains of the forces and all the people would not obey the voice of the Lord to remain in the land of Judah. They were doing the same thing that their forefathers had done. They were doing what the people of Judah had done in rejecting the words of Jeremiah. This is one of the most tragic stories in the Old Testament because they could have enjoyed the Lord's prosperity in the land of Judah. God was ready to bless them. He was even feeling bad, feeling sorry about all of the disaster that he had brought against Judah. And so he was ready to bless their socks off. But instead of receiving that because of their stubbornness, they would die in Egypt or be taken captive by Nebuchadnezzar. And that is the high cost of unbelief. We can fault these Jews for their stubborn disobedience, or we can realize that we also often resist the voice of the Lord when it isn't what we want to hear or isn't according to our expectations. May God help us to know that His plans are always best, and may He give us ears to hear what His Spirit is saying to us and not be resistant, not being like the mule that has to be harnessed with bit and bridle. But Johanan, the son of Korea, and all the captains of the forces took all the remnant of Judah who had returned to dwell in the land of Judah from all nations where they had been driven, men, women, children, the king's daughters, and every person whom Nebuzaradan the captain of the guard had left with Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam, the son of Shaphan, and Jeremiah the prophet, and Baruch, the son of Neriah. So they went to the land of Egypt, for they did not obey the voice of the Lord, and they went as far as Tapanhes. Johanan had accomplished a heroic deliverance of the people after Ishmael had assassinated Gedaliah. He had defeated Ishmael and freed the people. But now he was rejecting the word of the Lord and taking the people by force to Egypt, including Jeremiah and Baruch. They went as far as Tapanes, located in the eastern region of the Nile Delta. Then the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah in Tapanes, saying, Take large stones in your hand and hide them in the sight of the men of Judah, in the clay in the brick courtyard, which is at the entrance to Pharaoh's house in Tapanes, and say to them, Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Behold, I will send and bring Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, my servant, and will set his throne above these stones that I have hidden, and he will spread his royal pavilion over them. This was Jeremiah's last action sermon. 
He took two large stones and hid them in the mortar in the pavement of the entrance to Pharaoh's palace in Tapanese. These stones were hidden as they had tried to hide themselves from the face of King Nebuchadnezzar there in Egypt. But their hiding would prove to be a vain attempt. It is always foolish to think that we can ever hide from God or run away from his calling. God would bring King Nebuchadnezzar to the very place where they thought they had escaped. God called him my servant, indicating that Nebuchadnezzar was doing the will of the Lord. History tells us that this invasion did happen in 568 B.C., Nebuchadnezzar would spread his royal pavilion over the stones Jeremiah had hidden, showing his dominion over Egypt. When he comes, he shall strike the land of Egypt and deliver to death those appointed for death and to captivity those appointed for captivity and to the sword those appointed for the sword. I will kindle a fire in the houses of of the gods of Egypt, and he shall burn them and carry them away captive. And he shall array himself with the land of Egypt as a shepherd puts on his garment, and he shall go out from there in peace. He shall also break the sacred pillars of Beth Shemesh that are in the land of Egypt and the houses of the gods of the Egyptians. He shall burn with fire." As Nebuchadnezzar had stricken Judah, so he would strike Egypt. And those appointed for death, probably through pestilence, would die. Those appointed for captivity would go into captivity. Those appointed for the sword would die by the sword. In this, we see God's sovereignty over the affairs of man. What God has ordained to happen will in fact happen and there's nothing that we can do to stop it. The Jewish historian Josephus tells us that when Nebuchadnezzar invaded Egypt, he carried off to Babylon the remnant of Jews who were living there. They could have thrived in their homeland of Judah. Instead, they were taken captive to join their fellow Jews there in Babylon. But God was not only judging his people who had run away to Egypt, he was also judging the Egyptian gods to whom his people were attracted, those very gods that they had been worshiping. Nebuchadnezzar would burn their temples and carry away these gods. Now you have to question how powerful a god is if he can be carried away. Moreover, Nebuchadnezzar would cover himself with Egypt as a shepherd wraps a garment around him. The inference is that the Egyptians would not be able to resist him and that this operation would happen swiftly. Finally, Nebuchadnezzar would break the sacred pillars of Beth Shemesh. Beth Shemesh literally means house of the sun. This is thought to refer to the sacred obelisks in the Egyptian city of Heliopolis. The point Jeremiah was making to the Jewish remnant that had fled to Egypt was that Nebuchadnezzar would leave no stone or obelisk unturned. His judgment would be against the Egyptians and their gods, as well as against the Jews who had disobeyed God and even broken their vow to do whatever the Lord said. We are wise to seek the Lord 
for the way that we should go. David wrote in Psalm 25, Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. On you I wait all the day. It amazes me that when God has given to us his word, which is so valuable, which will guide us and keep us from traps and and keep us in the way of light and life and goodness, that so many people will reject his word or not give it another thought. They throw his words behind their back. They think they know better than God. They think they know better than his word. But how foolish when God has laid out for us the path of life. May God help us truly live out his word. Really take it to heart. Not only be hearers of the word deceiving ourselves, but doers of the word that we may inherit all of the blessings that God gives to those who are faithful. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. That's calvarytv.org. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. To listen to previous episodes, check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify, and please leave us a review. Tomorrow, we will see where God speaks to the Jews living in Egypt. Because they have burned incense to the Queen of Heaven, calamity has come upon them, and they shall not escape. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Jeremiah on Simply the Bible.